Well, hello. Welcome to Set the Tone with Mike Special. Today, I've got someone that I'm actually very excited to talk to. Um, someone that I'm excited to learn a lot about um, and someone that uh, I guess in, inadvertently we met through friends. Yeah. Um, and uh, my wife has actually started, just started working with you as well. But yeah, I'm Lisa very excited Cop- about that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Lisa Copeland. So um, just so everybody knows you, I'd love you to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your past. I know you're a current real estate agent, but I also know that there's a ton about you that I don't even know. So I would love Ooh. to hear just a little bit of a bio. Okay. So <clears throat> let's see. So I, I was a car dealer. That's how I'm Lisa Copeland. And um, I kind of started, you know, I've always been in sales. And so I started my career early on in the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. I sold cars. When I was in yeah. fashion college, I yeah. sold cars. Sold cars. Yeah. And I kind of worked my way up. Um, then I started having children and decided that the car business wasn't for me. So I would, I had worked in the finance department and my husband and I had tried to get a mortgage once I had retired from the auto industry and I couldn't get a mortgage because my husband was on straight commission. And so I thought, well, this is ridiculous. And I had worked in the finance department so much in the automotive industry. I told this mortgage company, this was back in 1990. Yeah. 1990. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to talk to your underwriter because I was used to talking to the paper buyers Mm -hmm. for the automotive space. And she's like, well, nobody talks to the underwriter. So long story short, I, I said to myself, well, I should get in the mortgage business. And I did. Within two years of that, I started my first mortgage company. So to this day, I still have Austin Mortgage Associates. We do. Uh, my husband run, runs it, but I ran it for about 12 years. And with like everything I do in life, I got a little bored with it, got out, uh, was doing a lot of business consulting, and um, I had the opportunity to relaunch Fiat and Alfa Romeo to America. Wow. It was one of my business consulting contracts, and uh-huh. he was a car dealer. And he said, you know, will you write the business case to the Chrysler Corporation for us to get the franchise for Fiat Alfa Romeo here in Austin, Texas? Mm-hmm. So I took about six months. I did it. I came up with the business case that we should put the Fiat Alfa Romeo store in the domain, that buying a car should be experiential. It shouldn't be like going to the car dealership. And so it took off so big that Chrysler not only awarded the franchise, but they took our business case, the business case I wrote, and they used it for their 235 franchisees wow. across the country. And then we were we were in the domain for about six months and some guys came in and they asked if they could talk to me. And I said, yes. And they were from a company called Tesla. Wow. And they wanted to know how we were the number one dealership in the nation sitting in a shopping center. And I said, it's because we don't sell cars. We sell an experience. Wow. And I, I really learned a lot from that. I learned a lot about, um, you know, that people, especially women, are experiential buyers. It doesn't really matter what you sell. It's what you stand for. You stand for something big enough. People buy what you sell. Mm-hmm. And I think we proved that with the Fiat brand because people would come in and they'd say, we love everything you're doing. We love how you have women on your sales teams, millennials, minorities. We love the fact that, you know, there's a runway in your showroom. We love the fact that it's fun to buy a car. So I'm going to buy one of these cars, even though it's not my first choice of a car. Wow. So I did that until 2016. I sold the dealership. And people say, why do you sell the number one store in the country? I said, because I had a buyer. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's for sale. At Everything's some point, for sale. Right? I am a capitalist. Yeah. And I, I know you know that. Oh, yeah. And so um, I wrote a couple books, went out on a speaking tour. I did a TV show in Canada called Car Sharks with Kevin O'Leary. Um, <clears throat> and uh, NBC Canada picked it up. But then I decided I did not want to be a, re- a reality TV person. Yeah. 
it just it was me and five guys and and we were the car dealers uh-huh. and we were against each other trying to buy people's cars and it was like a shark tank setup yeah but it was back in 2016 and it was done in Toronto and at that point Trump was running and um Kevin O'Le- uh, Kevin O'Leary was running and so it was a, and they were, they hated O'Leary and they hated Trump in Canada. So I didn't do very well in that market. To say didn't. The least. I did not. No. I did oh. not. I, I did not like being in, in Toronto, Canada at yeah. all. So I came back and um, continued speaking and doing a lot of that professionally. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And I was on the stage March 17th of 2020. I was on the stage in Chicago. I was the closing keynote speaker for Atlas Moving Lines. And it was their big uh, international event for all their retailers, um, their franchisees, and then their their C-suite, their leadership. And the meeting planner meets me backstage, and she said, we have a car waiting for you. We're going to take you to your hotel, and we need to get you on a plane tonight. Mm-hmm. And I said, why would I need to get on a plane tonight? I've got a meeting with your executives in the morning. And she said, because Chicago is going to go on lockdown. And I said, lockdown for what? And she said, the coronavirus. And I'm like, I'm from Texas. Like, what is the coronavirus? Like, so, and I just remember like going into Chicago O'Hare, Mike, and it was just everybody, they were literally in in hazmat suits, masks and gloves and all this crazy stuff. And I'll tell you, that was the only time during the pandemic I was afraid. Yes. Because I was like, what is happening here? And then I fly back into Austin, Texas. And, you know, there was bands playing in the airport. Everybody's happy. Like, it was like, I went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. So my agent called me within a week. Everything that was booked for 2020 and 2021 got canceled. Big stuff, big conventions, big, you know, big events, big corporate events. So I had to make a decision. I wasn't going to stay home. I wasn't going to live hiding in my basement, hiding behind a mask. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, what's the only thing I haven't done? I've been a car dealer. I've owned a mortgage company. Uh, I, I owned an insurance company. I owned a financial services company. I owned a boutique. That's yeah. a whole nother story. Um, so I, I've done everything. But what I hadn't done is I hadn't had a real estate license. Mm-hmm. And I found out that you were essential if you had a real estate license, meaning you could leave your four walls and come out yes. of your basement and go sell. So I was like, I'll get a real estate license. So I did. And uh, a good friend of mine reached out to me, Haas Pratt, he and Tarek El Moussa from HGTV, they reached out and they said, you know, and I knew them because we all had the same agent in New York. Oh, okay. So our agent had already connected us. I'd already been on their podcasts. So you know, we were connected kind of in a, in, a, in a weird way. But when they heard that I was looking for something to do and that I had gotten a real estate license and then with my background in sales uh, and sales management, Tarek said, I want to build the biggest team in the world. Yeah. And he said, and we want you to take charge of that because Haas was doing his thing. Tarek is busy being famous. And so they needed somebody to kind of take the bull by the horns. Yeah. So that was in June of 2020. And um, I love these guys. And I, I, it, I've been partners with them for about three and a half years and have never had a bad day with them. Wow. That is yeah. awesome. They're amazing. You know, it's funny that you, that you bring up sales, you yeah. know, and so one of the things that I've even talked to our boys about is sales is a dying breed. At the end of the day, I agree. You know, true salespeople, um, and it's because they they have their phone, they're used to communicating by text, um, email, things like that. But to have the true ability to sit down and connect with someone, right. and really, that's what sales is: is right, is finding some sort of connection that you may have or something in common, and in, in being able to express those things. That's something that's almost a lost art. So one of the things that, that Bristol and I have tried to push big time is is 
is is learning how to be a salesperson. Yes. You know, because with it being that dying breed, if you can be the that one percent that can still sell, you could kill. You know, you can sell your way. I've got nine hundred and as of today, nine hundred and twenty six agents mm-hmm. on my real estate team. And, you know, I do a meeting every Thursday and I tell everybody, I said, you guys, you can sell your way out of any situation. Understand Mm -hmm. that. You can sell your way out of a bad economy. You can sell your way out of rising interest rates. You can sell your way out of Bidenomics, which Mm -hmm. hard to believe, but you can. Uh, You know, you can sell your way into anything. But, you know, and and that takes skills. And the number one skill for sales, well, it's two skills. It's communication and belief. Mm -hmm. You've got to believe in what you're selling. And if you don't believe in what you're selling and who you're doing it with, you're in the wrong spot. So, so I true. tell people, I'm like, go find the spot that you that you believe with all of your heart and soul is the best product, the best service, or whatever that looks like for the person that you're selling it to. And if you can do that, and then you can communicate that belief system mm-hmm. through authenticity, you will make millions in sales. Wow, that's yeah. that's 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 brilliant. That it's so true. Though. But it's so simple. You know, if Think you don't believe it. in what you're selling, I it's could never be more sell anything difficult. I don't believe. In. Yeah. But if I believe in something, I'm going to make sure everybody I know has one mm-hmm. or does business with them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. You know, with that said, and you doing the gamut of just about everything, like you said. <laughs> I think once you're old enough, like when you get to a certain age in life, it's like, I think you've done everything. Yeah. But everything I've ever done, I've had to sell it. Mm-hmm. Right. And has also been a stepping stone or led you to where you the currently are. Right. Yeah. You know, um, with, with that said, you know. And being in all these different endeavors, what have you found that has been, because I'm assuming that you've already said you're a capitalist. Yes. So I'm assuming you invest in several different things. I do. What have you found that has been the most profitable um, experience and or market, Mm -hmm. if you would, that you've dealt with since since inception? Yeah. Okay. So I love that question. And I would have two answers from that. From a sheer quick dollar standpoint, it's 1 million percent real estate. Okay. Right. Because I can go in, I can look at the data, I can look at the numbers, I can look at the market conditions. I can know how many days it's going to take to turn a product and I can pretty much predict how much money we'll make. Mm -hmm. So from that standpoint, it's always real estate. 90% of all wealth in the United States of America is built in real estate. Every wealthy, 90% of the wealthy people have made their money in real estate. Okay. So there's, put that aside. But the other piece that I think has given me an, an amazing... Um, recurring income and not only from a money standpoint, but just from like a, my passion and my love standpoint Mm -hmm. would be people. And that's why I love the EXP thing so much because I can invest in people and then I can see them. And I believe that they're better for working with me, myself, me, myself, listen to me, me, Tarek, Haas, Elena Cardone. Like I believe people are better for working with us because yeah. we invest so much in our people, like uh-huh. our time, our talent, our treasure, you know, I mean, constantly. And so I think people have a big payoff. Yes. If, if you, if you handle them the right way mm-hmm. and if you uh, protect them, you know, when they, when it comes to your organization, if you protect them, if you give them opportunities, if you make strategic introductions for them, mm-hmm. I think people are probably your biggest payoff. Yeah, no, probably that, even more than real estate. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but you real know, estate's quick money. People yes. are people are not quick money, right? Yeah. And people are messy. True. But you know what? True. Real estate can be messy too. Like yeah. this nightmare we're in right now. Yes, you know, right? and that's and that's the thing that it real estate is that commodity that not, no more is being made. You that's know, right. there's only a limited amount, right? That's right. And and to your point, it it 
most wealthy people do have a massive real estate portfolio. And then from there, they start investing into other ideas and other things. Right. Because and, that, but, but that, that's where the, you know, I mean, what else can you invest in and hold it and it appreciates, yes. right? Like where it's, it's, it's free money. Yes. If you can hold it long enough and figure out a way to have it paid for to cash flow, to, to whatever that looks like, and then you can look up in 10 years, nobody loses money on real estate if you hold it long enough. Exactly. I don't think it's ever happened. It, no, not ever. at all. In the history you of the know. world. Yeah, you've got you know a lot of these people that I've looked at and I've gone, oh, they must have been in the right place at the right time. But at the end of the day, when they're holding a piece of property for 20 or 30 years, there's only one way for it to go is up. Right. Right. You know, it, it may hit stagnant points. And in Austin, we were very well insulated in 08 and 2012. And a lot of times investors will ask me, well, well what did you do in those times? Well, things slowed down right. in Austin, but they never dropped. You know, Which I think I think we're flat, seeing now. I mean, 100%. I mean, you you build in the absolute best zip codes in Central Texas. Yeah. So it's never going to go away. No, and people I mean, people are going to come to the to Zilker. Yes, <laughs> they're going to. And people in in most of these cities, you know, we're we're starting in Nashville as well, and we want to go to places that emulate Austin. One of our things is we're big foodies. Right. So the first thing is is you've got to have a good food scene. If you don't have a good food scene, we're not as interested. Um, it's got to be walkable, you know. And Austin's that type of town. Nashville's that type of town. People will always gravitate to the energy and the centers of these energies. In a down market, in an up market, they will always want to be around those areas. And that's where we choose to invest as well. It gets a little more difficult when you get out in suburbs and things like that. Your funnel just gets larger. Is it more expensive? Yes. But, you know, the ROIs are tremendous. I was going to say, and it appreciates at a faster rate. So, I mean, you pay more, you get more. Exactly. That's what it gets down to. Exactly. I mean, cheap real estate is not always a bargain. Yeah. No, absolutely. It may be a good place to harbor funds to sit on for 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Um, But to your point, yeah, you want something that throws off that You want to be in 78704. Exactly. (laughs) That's a good zip code. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's the thing. We slowed down. You know, we were still very well insulated. It's a young city. It's a college city. It's full of entrepreneurs. Yes, it may have gone flat. Again, it never dropped. No. And it only took a couple months and it popped right back up. Exactly. Which leads me to the point of... Our current shit show situation that we're dealing with right now. Massive interest rates. You know, you can afford half the None the, of this the happened house, under Trump. You know, <laughs> absolutely. You know, and it's 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 insane. Yeah. You know, um, and it always happens a little bit before an election cycle, right? But right. it's this is the worst that it's ever been. Yeah. You know, and I look at this. Now, in, in going back historically where interest rates are, it's kind of average, right? Correct. It, it's it's going to be real hard to get back to that 2 3 and 4%. You well, know, those I mean, were dreams. They were, and they were driven by a pandemic, and they were yes. driven by, right? So, you know, anytime that the consumer confidence drops to the point it did in a pandemic where they locked people as prisoners in their houses, mm-hmm. right? And yep. so people were not out spending money because there was so much fear mongering. Mm-hmm. So businesses were closing. So, you know, the Fed had to do something to stimulate consumer spending. So what do they start doing? They start dropping rates. Yep. You know, and then it spurred this big housing. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody wanted to move. They wanted to come to the red states, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, so housing went crazy. Yep. So, you know, they, you know, they did not do a good job of controlling it. A hundred percent. They absolutely, I mean, they just slashed it. And so we could see a slash again. Yes. We could. I don't really want to under those circumstances. Yeah, I... 
I mean, five percent's a good rate. Like yeah. we can get to five yep. again. Our market's strong. You know, the, the the treasuries are in good shape. You know, we're not bankrupting the country. Mm-hmm. Like five's like a really good rate. Yeah. People can still afford to buy. But you know, I mean, as of two weeks ago, we were we were bumping on eight mm-hmm. percent. Now we're bound down to about seven and a half. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, bumping at eight percent—that's insane. It's insane. It's 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 yeah. insane. I know in the the eighties when my parents bought a house, they were my dad told me like at twelve percent. Yeah, and he was they're like as high as eighteen. Yeah, and I just those are credit card rates. Right. You know what I mean? And right. 18s plus, right? Um, and and that's what I'm hoping. I bet that the interest rate's going to drop right before the election, just so Biden can sit back and go, look what I did. Oh, I hope Biden sits back and says, yeah. look what I did. Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> I will come out with a checklist of what did I do? I destroyed yes. the economy. I, oh, yeah. Anyway, Absolutely. Sorry. I digress. No. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's not digression. So um, yeah. I, I enjoy that. So yeah. um also, you know, one of the things that I think kind of backfired on them, I personally believe in in and think that I know and I think that most people know now COVID was done on purpose. Absolutely. To, the to, pandemic. to injure us. Yep. Um, and it backfired. To fire. I mean, to 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 not only injure us, I agree. Yes. But to to paralyze us, to take control of us, to tell people that you have to get a vaccine to be able to make a living. I get chills talking yeah. about it. I mean, I didn't do it. I, yeah, I, yeah no. I wouldn't do it. No. But um, but you know, you have to take a vaccine to be able to keep your job. Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah, our government. Like insane. It, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was just listening to Megan Kelly this morning on the way over here, who she's like my superhero on the on the planet. And um, I guess that they're they they've now got two lawsuits, one in Canada and one here, of of young people that were um killed or. Mm-hmm. from the vaccine mm-hmm. and um and they're calling it domestic terrorism it i mean it I mean, there's no other way about to break loose there's no other way to look at it right at the end of the day right but you know when they brought this out and they wanted to control us because i've always been of the mindset the easiest way to control someone is to scare the shit out of them sure and that's what it was take you know? away their food yes i mean think about the food scarcity you remember standing in line at heb and there's no food mm-hmm. and i remember so we were living in cedar park at the time and i remember i get to heb and there's like nothing but canned goods like just horrible like food so i buy it yeah out of fear and when we moved, I ended up boxing it all up and giving it to the food pantry. Like, this mm-hmm. is not the kind of food we eat. But, you yes. know, I mean, how do you how do you control somebody? You scare the shit out of them. Yeah, 100%. And that's, that's what they did. Yeah. And they, they kept you in the house. And in the beginning, to your point, you know, we we just didn't know, right? Know. And so you, you want to have a belief system. I've right. never really believed in government at all. Ever. Because they've they've continuously lied to us, you right. know, and we're only given. I believe given, in Trump. I won't lie. Yeah, right. no, 100%. But he's not a politician. I agree. You know, so right. that's where it differs, right? Yeah. Um, but you, we everybody wanted to do what was right. And then, then you start looking around and you start going, wait a second. And then you start using your brain, yep. you know, and things just don't add up. And there can only be so many coincidences. Um, very much never got the vaccine, never will. Never will either. Um, it's just it's just not going to happen. Um, and that's something that's scary, especially in colleges and things of that nature. We've got... Uh, I mean, kick these kids out of school. I know. I know. That was, you know, we had two seniors, juniors and seniors yeah. at the same time. One never had a prom. One didn't have a graduation. And those so are the sad. best times, you know, in your life that you look back on, at least for that time period, right? And for those pe- for those kids to be robbed of that was just infuriating. I know. 
you know, and that's something you'll never get back. I mean, you could always do a Rodney Dangerfield and do back to school, which I threatened my youngest with. I'm like, I'm going to come back to college. We're going to yep. get a dorm. We're going to put a hot tub in it and everything else. You can do I that. What, I wonder what Bristol would think I about know. that. She, she thought it was funny. He was like, you can't do that, man. Because he knows I'm crazy enough to try to do that stuff, you know. I'm like, I'm moving I into your like frat you house. Yep. We're, we're, we're doing this, you know. Yep. Um, but it's, it's scary. And the thing is, is that there were so many people that just fed into it. Fed into it. You know. Like the people driving down the street who had a mask on their face. I'm like, yes. you're in a car by yourself. Yes. Take off your exactly. mask. Or the thing that, you doing? that never made sense to me was um, put on a mask six feet apart, but everybody could get in an airplane. Right. Help me understand that. Right. Made zero sense. Or onto the subway or into the buses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah. it's those things that it's you control. just have to have common sense. And it was 100% control. But even back to the aspect of when that started, I think they wanted to kill the economy. Um because there's always been that 2030 agenda, right? You know, and they needed to speed it up because Trump came in and put a major hickey in the entire thing, and now well, it threw and them also, off track. Like, and also Trump came in and he told us the truth. Yes, you know, he, I mean, he would come in and he would just drop these napalms, and it would just make you start to think. And like, you know, I didn't know about deep state until until Donald yes. Trump was president. Yeah, I didn't understand the econo- World Economic Forum. I didn't yeah. know about any of that until Trump became president. Yeah. So Trump opened up for me like everything, my thoughts. You know, he you know, you know, he he challenges you to 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 check things out. You know, he just, you know, anyways, greatest guy ever. I mean, they had to yeah. get rid of him. 100. They had yeah. to get rid of this guy because he was absolutely spilling every secret that our government's been trying to hide from us forever. Forever. And that's and that's the thing that's that's oh, I guess unbelievable. I'm fired up talking about this. I know. No, but it's it's all truth. Yep. And in and on top of that, years ago, you know, our parents and our grandparents, yeah. they had the six o'clock news and they had newspapers. Walter Cronkite. That's all they had for right. information. Right. And that was controlled. Of course. Where it started changing was with the internet and then phones. We have access to additional information. Right. 24 hour news cycles. A hundred percent. And I got to tell you, I don't, I will not touch a newspaper. They're all rags. And so I've always gotten my news from Reuters. Yeah, because it's just it's just the facts, and then yes. you know, then you know, the news outlets take those facts and then they spin it to the right, they spin it to the left, or they spin it to insanity. So you know, Reuters on Twitter mm-hmm. X is yep. where you know I I will read what's happening. Yeah, and if it comes, even Fox, my beloved Fox, I'm kind of like, yeah, I know they've they've turned commie. You know, and I've even gotten to the point where I'm watching TikTok a lot more, and the oh, the, the, the truth about them wanting to outlaw TikTok is because they can't control it well, at the I, end of but, the day. Okay, but so let me are I'm challenge bit. you on that a little okay. bit. So I've got a problem with TikTok because it's it's owned by the Chinese government. Okay. So what? how, how do you trust that? Um, I know that- Talk about a propaganda that the, machine. 100%, but they cannot control what John Smith in- uh, in Spain is actually showing you, and I'm right. just pulling the name sure. up. Sure, no, of, I get you know, it. Yeah. Whereas I'm just something can like be flagged. I know. TikTok. Well, and it's not necessarily trust. Okay. I I will lean into it more before I lean into any other social media platform Even or Twitter. anything else. Twitter's getting good. Yeah. You know, Thank and God. it's Thank it's you, only Elon since, Musk. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but I a full fledged. I truly believe that's why they wanted to censor TikTok. And even when they had the CEO in in Congress, you know, and they they were ribbing this guy and he he stood up basically and said, I do the exact same thing you do. Right. But for some reason, I'm sitting here being judged because of it. 
Was the guy Chinese? Yes. From China? Yes. But with that said, but, but they that were like, you. It, it, that portion didn't. What it did is it pointed out the hypocrisy in our government. Our government feels okay with being able to manage, push around, you know, Meta, Facebook, right. yeah, Instagram. And those guys, they're communists. Yeah, you know, and, you know, Twitter at the time. They pushed them around. Right. They can't do that with Twitter. Or, I'm sorry, they can't do that TikTok. with TikTok. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, are, is, is Facebook and Instagram pulling all your personal information and selling your personal information? Of course. They are. TikTok's doing the same thing. But are they selling it to the Chinese government? That's my concern. Well, and they, if you have a phone, have I you know. seen that video that if you have an iPhone and you look at it in the dark with infrared cameras, it takes a picture of you every five seconds. Are I'll you send serious? you a video. If you're looking at it, it flashes. It takes a picture of you every five seconds. I did not know that. Your phone does that. And that's an Apple thing. That's that. That's ridiculous. So your background, your, wherever you're at, it's constantly taking pictures of you if you are on that phone. I'm surprised black helicopters are not flying over my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With you all know, the conversations that I have. I mean, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But even even to that point, have you ever been discussing, oh, you know, I saw this vacuum oh, cleaner. all the time. And, and then, then they're in my on, feed. Oh, yeah. yeah. How yeah. does that happen? No, I, I agree. You know, I don't but disagree. the one thing, it's a lot easier for them to censor videos and information on the things that they control. So even Chinese government outside of it, they can't control the content that's coming out through TikTok. Right. Um, even when we were looking at, at France and some of the issues that we're having that, that they were having over in Paris and some of the riots. Right. Um, you know, we've got all these wars that are going on, yeah. you know, and you get these behind the scenes. We didn't videos. have any wars under Trump, though. No, because 100%. he was just crazy enough that those world leaders knew not to yeah. talk with us. Well, and the country needed to be run like a business yeah. instead of a corrupt government that was only interested in embezzling and embezzling money. Yeah. For their own pockets. It makes zero sense to me, even in getting back to the basics, that you can have a president come into office worth $2 million and leave worth $100 million. Exactly. If you cannot look at that and go, there's something wrong with that. Why did why did your wealth grow to such great measures that it did in a short amount of time? Look at Nancy Pelosi. Oh, you know, did you hear today listening to Megan, my girl, Megan Kelly, she got a, they announced it on the house floor. She got a criminal subpoena today and her spokesperson had to say that she got a criminal subpoena today. Nice. Nobody knows what it is about. So it could be about wow. her husband or the DWI. And then, and then they said there's a third one that they don't know yet. But, it could be January 6th. It could be insider trading. It yeah. could be. Uh, I guess I guess her, her son's a complete criminal, more so than she is. Yeah. And then there's always her nephew, governor of California. Oh, uh, right. That, <laughs> like you know, it's. I, I can't even make it up. And that's the thing. I love California, but I, I can't. I, I grew up there. I was I, born there. I love. I can't even go back. It's disgusting. It's beyond disgusting. You know. I mean, it's unbelievable what they've done to that state, that beautiful state. Now, when I lived there growing up, Ronald Reagan was governor. Yep. Uh, well, so all was well in the world. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. almost every single morning out of the same coffee cup have coffee and it says, trust but verify, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, Reagan was great, right? You know, he was a conservative Democrat back when right. those existed. Right. Back when he was an actor. Yeah. No matter what now, 
the pendulum has swung so far from the left and the right, and there is no longer a middle. Right. But he was the one that actually made that middle happen. Right. Um, and we just don't have that anymore, right? We've got we've got politicians that have been in office forever. Yeah. That that are ancient that right. need to retire. Right. Or die. And I think a hundred percent, right? And one of the ways to cure that is is term limits. Right. You know, I do think that a lot of politicians go into it with great intentions and then they get corrupt. I agree. And they find out, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. No one will I mean, find power out. Is, and, power is more powerful than heroin, right? hundred And so when you get that power, like, you know, the adrenaline behind that power, I mean, I get it. And, you know, who's to say? But I agree. I do believe, let's just say 80% of them uh, go in to serve as public yes. servants. Yes. But then you get the power. Yep. And you get the prestige and you get the microphone. And, you know, now all of a sudden what you say matters. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you can control things. You control people. And, you know, and it's it's a drug. Yeah, 100%. And they're hooked for life, which is why you see these guys being wheeled in their wheelchairs into Congress with oxygen mm-hmm. masks on. It's like, just it's like, insane. What is happening here? The one that just died. Diane uh, Feinstein. Feinstein. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't even let her vote. Oh, my God. But yet she's in there talking. Or drive or anything else because she's, yeah. yeah. I mean, insane. It's absolutely, absolutely insane. insane. I agree. You know, um, I don't even like Mitt Romney anymore. I think he's a complete rhino. Yeah, but but he has at least come out with term limits, you know, yeah. and talking about, you know, not having 90-year-old people on the floor of Congress voting. I mean, they don't have their... Well, I mean, we have one who's the president right now. He doesn't yeah. have his mental... I mean, he is like Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, that Like, guy. every time I see them prop him up with those glasses on, I just go yeah. back to that movie. Have you ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, Bernie? yes. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, yes. It's playing out in real life. Yeah. It's that, Joe Biden. Yep. That man can't even wipe his ass. He can't. You know? he, he can't do anything. He can't step. He can't walk. He can't think. He can't I speak. Uh, it's, I mean, it's like, how is this happening on planet Earth? Yeah. And we look like the joke of the world yeah. at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's and terrible. And that's the thing that's infuriating. And the worst thing is, is that, so he's weekend at Bernie's, but who's really pulling the strings? Mm-hmm. Who's really destroying this country right now and the mm-hmm. economy and, and everything that's happening? It's not him. No. It's not no, him. He's Who the is puppet. it, though? He's the puppet. Oh, he is a complete puppet. And whoever it is, is I also- I have an idea, but I'm probably not going to say it on yeah, camera. Yeah, I, I, I think it's Obama. Yeah, I do too. You know, and and, and Soros and other Soros-backed mm-hmm. individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, the the case that's going on with Trump right now. You know, with some of the things that I heard w- with this judge yesterday. Did you see oh, Trump's did. attorney come out yesterday? Oh yeah, she oh, is yeah. a beast. Yes, she is a. beast. You have to be a beast to be Trump's attorney. Oh, I know. I just want right? to hang out with her. No, I, I mean, think she, she and I is, would be like best friends. She is awesome. Yeah, but the the and that judge told Trump, I don't I, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. Like, just out and out told him, I don't care what you have to say. At that point. I mean, he's guilty till proven guilty. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That that judge should be disbarred. I know. Hands down. That and the is dumbass not... even did it on television. I know. It's on record. I mean, I don't, you, you know. You can't make it up. A lot of people say that, you know, we're we're in a movie right now. A bad one. Yeah, a bad one. Um, and there's some, some thought to that, right? Um, I often see... You know, you see Trump flying, not necessarily an Air Force One, but have you ever seen an ex-president with an entourage, a presidential entourage, after he's no longer president? No. Those things don't make sense, right? Right. And then you look at that, everywhere he travels, a president always has an ambulance with him. Always. Trump always has an ambulance with him. Oh, I didn't know that. Just like a presidential brigade. He's got... You know, police, he's got Secret Service, he's got all of this just like he's a president. 
But is are we paying to protect him or is he paying for himself? I have no idea. Yeah. The only thing that I'm looking at is why is the same setup – and Biden doesn't even have the same setup. But presidents prior to had those setups. You know, they, they always travel with an ambulance just in case. It's right. usually at the back of the brigade. Right. And he still has that stuff. I did not realize he had the ambulance. Yeah. Did you go to the Trump rally in Waco? Not in Waco. We did one here, and then we've done them in Dallas. Okay, so the one here my son-in-law ran because he used to be the head of the Travis County Expo Center. Okay. So my husband was on the front row for that one. Um, but I went to the one in Waco, so his first rally back. Okay. So And, and we were right up by the jet. And, uh, you know, so he literally flies over us uh-huh. a couple of times, you know, Trump. And, yeah. and then he comes in, they they land it because they have it at the Waco airport. Yep. So you get to be there right when his jet comes in. And, mm-hmm. you know, but it was like the the amount of um, police protection. But and now it's making sense to me what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, airspace got shut down over the uh-huh. airport. Like nobody could fly over that while he was there speaking. Yeah. I mean, you know, they only shut down airspace for presidents. I know. Yeah, you know, and good point. Have you even thought about, uh, you know, supposedly the which which is actually factual the the corporation that is the United States has been bankrupt on several occasions, right? Um, and one of those bankruptcies brought in the Federal Reserve, and right. when all of our gold was sold and things of that nature, supposedly the corporation is insolvent again. Um, and That's some what of that, do. yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. And to that point, we're dealing with a dollar that is not backed by anything. Correct. Paper. What is your thoughts on the BRIC system? Because the BRIC system is going back to the day that currency was backed by precious metals. Because currently we have a fiat dollar that's that's based on oil. And that's something that the U.S. came up with with the Middle East to basically say, hey, you know, as a world, we're going to buy oil in U.S. dollars. Right. But now you have Saudi that doesn't necessarily want to trade in U.S. dollars anymore. Right. And when Biden got in office, one of the things that he told Putin was, you can no longer be on our currency system. Putin was like, I don't give a shit at the end of the day. Right. Because it's worth nothing. We're coming up with a better system. Right. That's backed by something, precious metals and things of that nature. And the thing that's super scary to me is as soon as the Saudis continue to sell at a large rate in different currencies other than the U.S. dollar, that our dollar will collapse. Because again, our dollar is not backed by any, it's a promise. Right. And the valuation of that dollar is And it's a promise by a bankrupt corporation. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. With banks that don't have regulations. You know, banks are supposed to keep 10% of proceeds on hand for loans that they put out. Well, they right. got rid of that years ago. Right. And so... That's why all these banks collapsed recently. Bingo. Yep. yep. And the FDIC doesn't even have enough money to cover $250,000 in most people's checking accounts across the U.S. So if the banking system went upside down and, and went belly up, FDIC is pretty much non-existent for you. And that's the thing that's terrifying. So... I look at it. I would, and I I'm going to tell people: watch this podcast at your own risk. Yeah, no, <laughs> because and it's, it's scary. really terrifying. It's right? scary. Yeah, you know, um, our valuation around the world is going down. Right. You know, and at any point, any one of those BRICS countries could just go. Yeah. Screw the U.S. dollar. We're trading with our dollars. Exactly. And at the end of the day, people go, "Well, it's China. It's Russia. It's this." It's Saudi. You don't. 
you don't have to, you know, and they look at these and they go, well, those are bad countries and they have bad intentions and they don't even get along. Well, you only have to have a couple things in common. And I think that was something that Trump presented when he was there. Russia doesn't have to get along with China right? with everything, but the things that they don't want is a one world currency that isn't, you know, backed by something. They don't want a one world government and they think that their country is awesome. Right. That's the only things that they have to have in common. Right. And that the U.S. has been screwing them for years at the end of the day, you know. So if with this currency system that's truly backed by precious metals, that's scary. That's super scary. You know, we've got a lot of the notes that FHA has given to homeowners. Right. A lot of those notes are held as collateral by China. So what happens when China comes back and goes, notes due? Right. Our collateral is our houses and things like that. That's terrifying, you know? And then do we go, well, okay, I'm going to pay my house off. And they go, your dollar's not worth shit. I don't want it. I don't want it. What are you going to do? I just want your house. Bingo, right? And so one of the things that I've looked at for the past couple of years is you look at where the most corrupt local governments are and where most of the violence in the the biggest area that people are moving from, where is it? California. In New York. Yeah. The highest priced real estate in the nation, right? I mean, New York is... Manhattan is on the verge of collapse. Mm-hmm. I read it every day in Real yeah. Deal. I read it every day in Inman. These these developers, they're fraud. They, yes. Oh my God! It's just it's it's just it's crumbling. And now they're going after the guy yep. that built New York. Yep. That brought New York yep. back from the brink of destruction, Donald J. Trump. Yeah. And they're trying to it's it's um, you you can't even make up what's happening in yeah. New York right now. So with that, you've got the most precious pieces of real estate. Mm-hmm. Probably in the world, yeah. really, but yeah. especially in the U.S., yeah. why would you destroy those and bring those property values down? How is it that Newsom can go to bed at night and think what he is doing is good right. for his state right. while devaluating everything? Yeah. I mean, San Francisco used to be some of the most expensive real estate in the country. Mm-hmm. It was it was prestigious. You wanted a place in the city, people from all around the world, and now nobody will touch it. Nobody wants, they don't want any part of it. It's homeless. It's a disaster. It's crime ridden. It's, you know, people are pooping on the, you know, I I went to the uh, National Auto Dealers Association in 2016 and they held it in San Francisco at the Moscone Mm -hmm. Center. And that was my last year as an auto dealer. I was a speaker and I stayed on Union Square and Mm -hmm. I don't know, Hyatt or one of those. And literally it was like two doors down from Neiman Marcus. I had to step over a homeless guy to walk into Neiman Marcus during business hours. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And I grew up in this city. Like I used to, we used to go to the city all the time. Mm-hmm. And grew that's up. Pelosi's area. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Where, where, where is she during all this? She's yeah. done a great job, hadn't she? Yeah. She's, oh, oh. But even to come back to why you would devalue your state. Right. Now, would it be because you want to bring the values down so low? That you can come in and buy it? Would that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is that a coincidence? Right. Everything's secular, right? Everything right. happens in cycles. Right. Fashion, bell bottoms, <laughs> you know, right. fashion. Ripped jeans right here. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, okay, so on that thought, so they come back in, are we talking like the, the World Economic 
for them? Maybe. Are we talking Soros and Bezos and all those criminals? I, yeah. I mean, what are we or talking Or different here? countries. Uh -huh. Who knows? But it doesn't make sense to me that mm, you take your China. largest assets right. and areas of assets right. and just crush them. Right. To the point that no one wants to live there. Right. But then you devalue it so much that someone else can it. come swipe it up, yep. dump a ton of money into it, and yep. bring it back up to where it was. Yep. And look like the superhero when doing it. And it will be a foreign government. Bingo. Yeah. And it'll be China. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. I mean, China. I mean, yep. you know, they're here. They're 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 here. You know, you saw what Huckabee did, which I love her yeah. by the way. Oh yes. I didn't love oh, her yeah. as much when she back when she was press secretary. For, I didn't dislike her. I just yeah. didn't have a feeling about her. But I she love this woman. Too, though. I know. Oh. But I love this woman as yes. Arkansas governor. She's a no bullshit girl. And you know, I don't I, I don't know the whole story behind the the Chinese farmer. But you know, either either she stopped the sale of the land or she made them sell back. I'm not sure. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I think she's starting to take it away from them too, because yeah. there is no yeah. reason that. Like, why would the Chinese want a place in Arkansas? Yeah. Right. Well, it goes back to what we were talking oh, about I know before. It is. You can control the food. Yes. It's all know? about the food. It's all about the farmland. 100%. I mean, they're doing it here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, we buy beef from a farmer in, in Fredericksburg. We've got a side of beef ready to be cut up now because we refuse to buy the stuff in the store. Right. You know, we have little gardens here and there, but you cannot trust. There's a reason why different countries do not allow our food in their countries. Right. Did you see that Italy just recently, uh, it, it's a criminal... Um, you can be prosecuted criminally now for uh, growing things that are not natural, for GMOs and things like that. Everything has to be produced with 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 uh, um, the top of the line. No no preservatives. Nothing. Everything has to be fresh. Everything has to be organic. Or it's it's you can be criminally prosecuted. Wow. And that is awesome, you know. But there's you know Skittles. It's one thing, you know, like there's... I just tell my husband, you cannot eat Skittles yeah. anymore. I mean, yeah. but why is it okay for us to ingest? Right. They want us sick. They want us fat. They yep. want us immobile and yep. they want us stupid and silent. Yep. And so scared. Th and scared. And scared. Because we're one of the last countries that still has guns. Right. You know, and in, in our army as citizens is a hell of a lot bigger than any other one. Well, minus the army that they're bringing in right now of all yeah. these illegal immigrants yeah. that are all of fighting age, single males. Yes. Like what, yeah. what about that? Yeah, exactly. Are, this jackass in the White House is not mm -hmm. thinking these are insurgents that are yep. going to rise up against us. Yep. You know, it, and, and he wants to take our guns so we can't yeah. protect ourselves. Exactly. I mean, look what's happened in Gaza. They're talking about now an additional tax on ammo and background checks for bulk ammo. You know, I had just heard something right before we came in here that yeah. they were going to be insisting on background checks to buy anything more, and it hasn't passed yet, than one box of ammo. So what do I do? So note to I sell. Go and go buy, buy your bulk ammo. ammo. Right. You know, go buy it. Yep. You know, um, I buy mine from Grind Hard Ammo, and I buy a thousand rounds at a time. We right. shoot a lot, you right. know, so we need it anyway. Um, but to do that, that's just they're eating away at your rights, you know, and yep. the day that they are able to or feel that they're able to control guns. See, I don't think they can control the guns. They they won't. But what they can control is the ammo. 100%. Yeah. They can just cut off ammo. It'll mm -hmm. only be for military use. Yeah. Which is which which because we're going to be in th three world wars, so their excuse is going to be, well, we need the ammunition to fight wars. Mm -hmm. But the real excuse is is because mm -hmm. we want to take away your rights. Yeah. yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. This is something that's always kind of plagued my brain. You know, you have the war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. 
have you seen very many videos mm-hmm. of like wartime stuff? Isn't that interesting? Right. But yet you, we saw Gaza immediately. Right. We saw Israel stuff immediately. Right. We saw Desert Storm stuff immediately. So what? what's the conspiracy behind Ukraine? I don't Besides think... the fact that we're dumping money in there like a... Well, it's definitely a funnel system. Right. You know, and, and that's being proven by the day. Is it run by Hunter Biden? I think he's a puppet as well. Yeah. But it, it essentially... He's a criminal. He's yeah, a straight up Hands criminal. down. Yeah. Um, but Zelensky needs to be done away with. You know, mm-hmm. he's calling now for no um, for for no voting here, no elections here shortly. Because they they will do anything to keep DJT out, anything, it, including cancel an American election. Yes, and that's where they're headed now. Is I think, from my understanding, Biden cannot necessarily claim or start war without Congress. Right, and so, but if they do. My understanding also is is that there would not be any elections, and I think they're trying to push all these countries into a war so that they don't have an election. You know, and the funny thing is, is it could have been anybody on the planet. It just so happened to be Donald Trump. It could have been, you know, I think that John Donald Doe Trump or was, whatever was called for this. I, I do. I, I do believe too. with what he did um, in Jerusalem with moving the embassy there, mm-hmm. you know, I think he was definitely God's guy for such a time as this. I, I believe that to my very soul. And um, he's a warrior. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I believe that the election was stolen from him. You 100%. don't you don't you, you don't go to bed and you got 80 million votes yeah. and the next morning. Biden is what what yeah. happened? And everything spiked at the same time. Right, right. right. So, yeah. you know, it, so it was stolen. It was stolen from Kerry Lake in yes. Arizona. You know, yes. it, that one was so blatant. And it's so not even obvious. Funny. It was so obvious, so blatant. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the gals on my real estate team, she is the secretary of the Republican Party of Arizona. Uh-huh. And so she's very, she was Trump's number one fundraiser in Arizona. So, you know, she and I hit it off immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you will be on my team. Yeah. And she was, or she is, she has yeah. been for a couple of years now. And, uh, and, but you know, the things, the atrocities that she has told me that have happened in Arizona, mm-hmm. like you can't make this stuff up and none of it hits the news. None of it's anywhere. I tell these people, I tell people the Carrie Lake stories from mm-hmm. the secretary of the Republican party of Arizona. So this is not propaganda. This is yeah. not us just making these stories up. This is the real Stuff, real yeah. investigation of what happened to Carrie Lake. And that was just a small scale of what happened in America. And why mm-hmm. is nobody talking about it? Why? Yeah. Why are we not just, you know, up well, in arms? And the thing that's super confusing to me is I understand why politicians and the government doesn't like Trump. I don't understand why other people don't. Because they don't like mean tweets. Well, they're offended, but they're offended. It, I'm uh, like, stop it. Well, yeah. In, in enough in that, that's portion... offensive to walk down the street and see F you yeah. put up on a wall. Okay, yeah. That's offensive. Yeah. Okay. Get or, over it. Yeah. Or you have, you know, the free Palestine people going to oh. you know, the Capitol and rioting, which and was stuff nothing. Like that. Like, that was absolute domestic terrorism. Yes. And you can go and you can attack the White House. Yes. But and, then you have, but you have J six, yeah. or you have Grandma still sitting in jail with with yes. with no trial. No yes. one's talking about her. Yes. What is happening on the planet? Who at certain points on videos were asked, "Hey guys, time's up. Y'all got to leave." And yeah. they go, "Okay." Yeah. And they turn around and they start walking out. Yeah. And that's why hasn't the the footage been been released? Yeah. And when is it going to be released? It's never going to be released. You know, there's a lot of things that haven't been released. The footage of, of January six. Epstein's client list. You have you heard the latest on Epstein's no, client list? No. Gates. Bill Gates is oh, 
I, I 16 times. I think that came out yesterday. Well, there's but been there's a reason times. why they got divorced. Him and his wife got divorced. So a friend of mine sent me that video. Yep. And she said, I'm not going to get into it, but that's why I got divorced. A hundred percent. I would too. My husband went to, if you went to Epstein Island, I would tell my yeah. co-pressor, my husband went, you're gone. But yes. 16 times. Yes. And Gates is saying, so Gates is the first one that they've come out with. And Gates is saying, well, you know, he and I had some business dealings, but we decided not to do business together. I'm like, it 16. took you 16 times. You yeah. pedophile? I mean, yeah. come on. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I personally think they should have a hunting season. Yeah, but, 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 he, oh, for sure. That's, yeah. You know, I, I work very yeah. heavily with, um, we are not broke, uh, not, we are not broken, but, uh, not on our watch, Texas. And uh-huh. we just did a big event. We had Mrs. Abbott there. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, pedophilia is unbelievable. It's yeah. out of control. It is the number one, uh, product in America. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Children are the number one product in America. Yeah. Slavery in, because that's grouped into of it. dollars, sextortion. Uh, pornography, you know, I mean, this, I don't have my telephone, but the phone is now the new white van. Yes. You know, and, and they're bringing these kids in and they're, they're, they're sex torting them, you know, Mm -hmm. in the fact that, you know, they're like, you know, they, they get them to do things and then they get the videos and they say, we're going to tell your parents, we're going to release it. If you don't Mm -hmm. go get me two or three or $5,000, Yep. then these kids commit suicide because they're so ashamed. Yep. They're a commodity. Oh, you know, and it's, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. But it's people like us, like how many people think about this, Mike, would even sit and be brave enough to have this conversation? Yeah. And that's what is sickening. And why do you have to... If if you don't want to do business with me because I'm a patriot, then don't do business with me. If you don't want to like me, if you want to take me off your Christmas card list, you know what? But I will go to my grave knowing I fought for my country. Well, and on top of that, even to to pedophilia and and stuff, why on earth do I need to explain to someone why touching little kids is wrong? Right. Well, the president does it. Yeah. uh, Hands down, (laughs) you know, the sniffer. I mean, I I just don't understand that in the mentality of some people, you know, it's truly. Well, you know, uh, Newsom, speaking of him, he's made it legal now in California. It's no longer pedophilia. It's, um, oh God, we talked about it. Uh, it's about like preference. So now it's like, I, I prefer, I have a preference. And as long as they're over 14 years old, it's legal in California. I just, you cannot make that up. I'm going to refrain from saying some stuff, but I, I just don't understand how people like that are walking this earth at this point. Yeah. You know? Um, I agree. And it's it's absolutely disgusting. And it's been going on for thousands of years. Yes. Have you seen the video at Buckingham Palace of a kid, a naked kid, which they think is 12 or 13 years old, a boy crawling out of one of the windows on a sheet, and then he falls? No. I will show you shortly. Was that King Charles's? I don't know, but it, it all makes sense at that point, right? Yeah, I hate him. And by it's the way. I it, loved the Queen. And you I see this like video him. in the background. Basically, these these tourists are you know just videoing and hey, you know they're standing in front of Buckingham Palace and stuff. And in the background, you see this naked child coming out of a window. It's all over you. It's everywhere. And is this recent? No, this oh. is I think 2012 or something like well, that. Probably was Prince Charles. Um, but. You know, and then they zoom in and they film it and the kid slips and he falls back behind the, the fence. And supposedly they were asked about it and they were like, it didn't happen. And they were like, well, we have video of it. It Something happened. They're like, It actually it might have been happen. Prince Andrew since he was the pedophile going to Epstein Island. Very much so. Uh-huh. Although I think, King, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No, but I mean, and that's, it's it's just, it, it's a disgusting world we live in. And yeah. at the end of the day, it, it truly is a battle of good versus evil at it this is. point. It's not even a right and a wrong. Right. This is a good 
versus, versus evil. evil. That's what I. That's what you I know? say. It's not white versus black, Republican no. versus Democrat. It is the the two. There's two powers on earth: good and evil. A hundred percent. And you have to choose. Yeah, and evil and the devil will always continue to to drive wedges between us. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're powerful together. Yeah. You know, and one thing doesn't work. They switch the narrative to something else because they want to pull you in. They want to divide you. Right. And, you know, and it started even with religion. Yep. You know, and they you have all these bingo, you know, and that's something, you know, I couldn't wait to go to the Vatican, you know, and Bristol and I went to the Vatican and probably 45 seconds after I was in there, I looked at her and I said, this is disgusting. Because you can feel it. And. All of this money, you have walls adorned in gold uh-huh. and gold menorahs and priceless. The, and the children. And, you know, like yes. my husband went to a Catholic high school and uh, in Dallas. And mm-hmm. uh, the priest, I mean, all of them have now been brought up on charges. Yeah. Every it's one insane. of them. It's a very, very big preparatory school in Dallas. Um, yeah. But they're under major, major um and it was people. So he went to school in the seventies, mm-hmm. and it was it was the guys in his class. And I said, yep. "Was it ever?" He's like, "Please." I was on the football team. He goes, yeah. but, "But we knew the guys that were yeah. in there with the priests and doing that. Like it was yep. known." It was, yeah. Oh, it's so and sick. and again, that goes back years, right? right. Roman times and stuff right. like that. The only time the they orgies. were, yeah. yeah, and typically the only time they had sex with females was to procreate, right. and they used boys for yep. fun. Yeah, you know, and it's just disgusting. So this has gone back for forever, right? But we're we're seeing it more, you know, because right. we have phones, we have the ability to oh. see some of this stuff. Yeah, so I'm, I do a lot of work with uh, we are not on not on our watch, Texas, and uh, with Mrs. Abbott and. Um, you know, I've learned, and then I've also done some more with Marisol Nichols. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, you know, um, I, I, there's just no words for what I've learned in the last year about yeah. what's happening to children. They're just disappearing. I know. They just disappear. And nobody, like Hawaii, where are these kids? Yeah, where'd they go? No one's talking about it. Where are these children in Hawaii? Like, I'm asking, like, where are these children yeah. in Hawaii? Or the 85,000 that they lost that yeah. came across the border. Yeah. Where did they go? Where are they? They've all been trafficked. Hands down. It's yep. it, it's disgusting. It is. Well, we have Are we at come, the end think, of our hour. I think, I think we're we can do this for like hour. 24 know, hours straight. And we're going to do this more. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy this because yeah. we Mike can go down. Lisa for president. Yes. We can go down <laughs> rabbit holes like you would not believe. But no, I, uh-huh. I very much appreciate yeah. it. Do you have an Instagram or how do people find you on social media if they're interested in real estate? I was going to say, how like they may or may do? not want to find me after this interview. But yeah, if you, know, if you want to work with a patriot yeah, and somebody yes. who loves her country uh, or anybody on my team that love their country, um, real underscore Lisa Copeland. Excellent. Or sellingcentraltexas.com. Excellent. It was yeah. a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for and having me. This was so fun. Much. Love Absolutely. the studio. Love the whole vibe. Yes. Thank yeah. you.